I'm Chelsea Sodaro, and you know, I still see myself as pretty new to the sport. I'm super curious and I want to learn from the best. And I am Eric Gilsonen. You know, everyone is a triathlete, they just don't know it yet. Who is your hero in the sport of triathlon? Finish line, whether you're the first finisher or the final finisher, is where all people come together. We're all out there together. That's what I live for. This, this is the Chelsea, is the and, Chelsea Eric and Eric Show. Welcome to the Chelsea and Eric Show. Chelsea here with an exciting update. It seems that COVID has become a very active time for people having babies, and pro athletes are no exception. As you may know, I am very pregnant. In fact, by the time you hear this, I may have already had my baby daughter. So I wanted to talk to some of my fellow triathlete parents and get as much advice as possible before my due date, which is actually today. As a result, we put together a series of podcasts with me speaking to new moms and dads. Selfishly, though, we've mainly hit up the moms. In saying that, our season opener podcast is with the OG duo of me and Eric. We were really lucky to get to talk to Triathlon's first family, Tim, Rennie, Izzy, and Izzy's new brother, Finian. Izzy didn't have a speaking part per se, more so some background shout outs of support here and there. And Finian's comments were generally confined to coups. And of course, being the champion multi-sport, multitasker that Rennie is, she was actually breastfeeding during most of the interview. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Tim O'Donnell and Marinda Carfrey. Miranda Carfrey, Timothy O'Donnell, welcome to the Chelsea and Eric show. We're so excited to see you both here. Uh, so how are you guys doing now that you're officially a family of four? <laughs> We're doing good. It's uh, a lot of hustle going on. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, Izzy's obviously, you know, three and a half now. So she's very, well, she's just very active and has been since she came out of the, out of the womb, I think. And then, yeah, with Finn, obviously having a newborn is, is pretty crazy. But luckily he's very... He's very chill. He kind of is yep. pretty quiet. He doesn't cry a lot unless he really I, I think he understands how much energy Izzy takes and how much energy Izzy is. And he's like, all right, I'll just be in the background here. I'm good. <laughs> I'll just hang out and look cute for a while. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> it's a good plan. Rini, you said back in 2018 that after having Izzy, since I had Izzy, I stress a lot less. I worry a lot less about little things. I just focus on the things that I can control. Now, do you feel the same way with uh, two children? <laughs> it's hard to really say yet. I think um, once I get back into the mindset of racing and um, and being in that environment, yeah, I mean, obviously, the, when you have a child, your priorities kind of shift and you're like, you know, the most important thing in the world is family and the well-being of our, you know, obviously ourselves, but also our children and creating a great life for them. Basically, that's my number one job. And prior to that, obviously, I was a professional triathlete and my whole world revolved around triathlon and performance and um, and having great races. And I think when that's your whole world, you do stress about every little thing. And a lot of the time it's wasted energy. And so, yeah, once I had Izzy, I was like, I mean, who cares if I run a 404 front or uh, eight, oh, sorry, 858? Um, yep. I, I'm going to be fine. Um, they're both great choices. It's like splitting hairs. And I think, you know, originally it was kind of like, oh, I don't know, and talk to a bunch of people and figure out, you know, the best um, gearing and, and all that sort of stuff. So I think it's still, those things are still very important, but I, I kind of, I guess, I, I leave that decision up to the expert instead of like taking their opinion and then then putting my own opinion in and mixing it in. I just say, okay, you're the expert. You say that's the that's the best thing to do. And, and same with coaching. Um, 
okay, whatever you say, coach, I'm going to do the training. I'm not going to think about it afterwards. I do the session, I come home and I'm focused on the babies. So um, that's also refreshing to not come home and mull over a bad session or, um, or a bad combination of sessions. Sure. Yeah, I suspect that that could actually like really free up a lot of your mental angst and energy, actually. Although I'm sure there's plenty of that that goes towards your kids, but maybe taking away some of that stress around triathlon could be a positive thing. It's 100% a positive thing. And I think that what, you know, you kind of mentioned, you have different kind of anxieties with, especially your first child, you kind of mull over, okay, I'm doing everything perfect because you don't want to screw it up, you know? Um, It's more important than anything in the world. But um, I think they just give you so much energy. And uh, yeah, it's a positive it's a positive stress to have in your life. Whereas I think when you, when you stress over all the little things in triathlon, they can, they can take you down a negative path. Whereas I think with the little ones, it's just kind of uplifting and positive energy. And I know you just look in their little faces and you know, everything's going to be all right. Tim, does that apply to you as well? Has, has your approach or attitude changed since having kids? Yeah, it absolutely changed. Um, with Izzy, um, I think it showed in my racing. I, I like Rooney said, I became more relaxed too. Um, and honestly, I just enjoyed racing more. We've been doing this for so long and you almost have to find new motivations. You know, when you're a young athlete, you're like, all right, I just want to, I just want to win a race. And then you win a race and then you're like, oh, I'm going to get sponsors and get paid. And I'm like, then you get paid. And then, and then, you know, I want to win these big races and you start doing all this stuff and you're like, oh, and then you start getting tired and you're like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And, and you get, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, everybody gets a pound of flesh, um, you know, it is what it is, but then Izzy came along and there's this kind of just renewal of, of joy in the sport and being able mm-hmm. to share it as a family. I mean, the three of us, you know, we, we traveled literally across the entire globe together and we had an amazing time and we, Rini and I both raced really well. So, uh, that was a huge benefit now with Finian coming along um we know yet we've yet to see with the racing thing but it's honestly it's just been it's almost been chaos and super hectic um just a lot going on in life right now a lot of other things and um you know some days we're we're wondering if we're going to make it through that day or not um but we seem to still keep moving forward (laughs) Rennie, going back to you just just for a bit and this is a bit of a selfish question because i am about to have my first baby and three to four weeks, but I'm wondering what advice do you have for athletes um, who are recovering from childbirth? Like how are you setting yourself up for a healthy return to sport? Well, I think my return is anything but scientific. And um, I think, you know, you could go and get, you know, postpartum um, specialists and um, a PT specialist to help it with Izzy. I really didn't have any of that. I just went by feel. I went with what felt right. And I think your intuition is really important. Um, and it's important for you to listen to it. Uh, with Izzy, I, I took eight weeks pretty much completely off other than walking because Tim was getting ready for Kona. And that was basically eight weeks after Izzy was born. So we wanted to support him and I didn't want to be trying to get back to training prior to his, you know, biggest race of the year. So I took eight weeks off, which is a long time. And then uh, actually in Kona, I did my first run walk and I did my first little swim at the pool and a little swim in the ocean. I didn't bring my bike. And so it was really probably more like 10 weeks before I hopped on the bike after having Isabel. Um, And I just sort of went by feel initially. And then I asked my coach to give me a program starting like November 1 because it was just like that just felt right. Um, And she was born the 22nd of August. So, um, yeah, so solid yeah, 10, over 10 weeks um, before I was actually on a program. And then my coach, Siri Lindley at the time, um, she was very slow at getting me back into it. So she didn't force anything and it was all about, okay, I think she gave me a five-day program and so I could pick which day. So it was basically I had two days off a week if I wanted or I could do whatever I felt like on those other two days, but I had five structured days. And again, these were like, maybe two hours would be maximum I'd do in one of those days. Uh, and I could pick and choose. So if, 
a day was crazy and I just like wanted or I wanted to spend that day with Izzy. I, I couldn't get out the door and that was fine. You know, I just shifted, you know, that next training day to the next day. Uh, so I think that was really important to have flexibility in my program initially. And then it kind of just progressed from there. And now with Finn, um, I've actually, this is my first week back. Um, he six, was six weeks old on Monday and I swam 30 minutes on Monday. I biked 45 minutes at 110 watts on the trainer <laughs> on a Tuesday. And on Wednesday, I ran walked on the treadmill. Um, and that actually didn't feel that great. My pelvis didn't feel quite right yet. Um, so I'll probably water run, which we have a master spa in the backyard. And Tim was like, you should, you should water run yeah. instead of running initially. Because the last thing you want to do is push it um, too early and, and either have an injury or just um, just overdo it. And we've yeah. seen that with the friends, other female professional triathletes that have, you know, had had issues coming back too quickly and getting injured. And Actually, yeah, one thing a lot of um, my peers have that have had babies have come back and have had stress fractures because you're breastfeeding um, and that's just taking still takes a lot out of you. And so I know sacral stress, uh, a couple of people have had sacral stress fractures, which are crazy. Actually, I know three people um, who have come back and, and had that issue. Uh, but yeah, so get that calcium in. I supplemented with calcium as well. That's one thing I, I did do. Uh, but yeah, just listening to your body is... You know, but uh, Rini, your agent, the patron saint of us all, the great Shannon Delaney, and thank you for Shannon for everything you've done for the sport. You know, she mentioned that you went into, uh, you know, the second pregnancy in better shape and actually you stayed in better shape during, uh, you know, uh, Finn's pregnancy. So, you know, talk about that, how you were just able to go a little bit longer, a little bit harder. And, you know, uh, how did that come out? So with Izzy's, um, when I felt pregnant with Izzy, it was right at the end of my off season. And so I was as out of shape as I get, would normally get. And then I just <laughs> never got back in shape. I just was like, well, pregnant. And I basically took a year off and I needed that time off. Mentally, I needed to step away from the sport because I'd been in the sport for a long time and it just felt like I was on the same old program year in, year out. And, and you know, I, I'm fortunate to be able to do that, but mentally I needed to have a time out. And so... I didn't have a program for a whole year. I did what I felt. I uh, never really pushed anything. The last few months, you know, especially since November and with COVID and, you know, schools closed, um, how has it just been with just you guys, you know, just you two, Izzy, and now Finn, uh, just the four of you since November, uh, a little more bonding and less travel? Yeah. Um, I mean, Izzy did just say last night that she wants to go on a trip, so... She, uh, <laughs> I think she's got the travel bug. She wants to go somewhere. Um, we went, just went up to a cabin, um, a couple of weeks ago, just, just up the mountain outside of Netherlands, just to, to get away the four of us. And it was awesome. And so, you know, we, yeah, we still try to do, you know, little, little, um, you know, little mini family road trips if we can, but, uh, it's, it's been really nice. I mean, one of the best things about this, um, is I've been able to spend more time with Izzy, uh, particularly since Finn's come along. And uh, I've been taking her up skiing and we just haven't, we've been having a great time. So it's, um, you know, sh part of it, we're just trying to run a little interference because yeah, it, it was a lot, you know, it's a lot for the older child to, um, to kind of lose mom's attention. And, uh, you know, R you know, Rennie's obviously been very busy because Finn needs Rennie, um, pretty much all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anything I can do to distract. So how is, how is Izzy doing you guys? Is she loving being a big sister or has it been a harder adjustment she uh she loves it actually she loves her little brother so much um she it's a little too much love <laughs> she smothers him and she's really sweet that is actually really cute to see how much she loves him like he'll make a noise or cry and she'll run over i have to go check on my little brother um which is so cute but it is also hard for her she had us you know to herself for three and a half years and then Finn came along and all of a sudden mommy can't be with her, you know, at her every beck and call. And um, it's definitely been a couple of, like, especially in the evenings when she, you know, wants me to tuck her in. And, and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll read her a story and, and then I have to go um, tend to, to Finn again. And uh, she, a few times I've said to her, oh, is he, uh, you know, Finn needs me. I have to go feed him. Like, he needs me, babe. And she's like, 
but I need you too, mummy. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's heartbreaking. <laughs> it just breaks, it just breaks your heart. Yeah. 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 But she's, she's doing really well. Um, and she, actually she's getting, that was the first few weeks were, were really tough. And um, now she understands a lot more and, and their bond has, has come, you know, much closer. And so that's really nice to yeah. watch as well. Yeah. She's uh Tim's bond. Tim and Izzy's bond. She's had a little trouble with all the changes sleeping um and she's kind of on her own level of the house and finian's nursery is right next to hers and they have their own little wing but uh i've been just sleeping on the couch next to her uh next to her bedroom just so she she knows that i'm there and then she's been sleeping amazingly just because she's kind of com- comforted no knowing that i'm next door yeah, so we're dividing and conquering Tim, tim's in basically sleeping in finian's room but finn's obviously in, in our bedroom <laughs> with me and he's dealing with izzy and I'm really with Finn and everybody's getting okay sleep, so. Yeah. It's like when you're, it's almost full circle. Everybody, uh, every professional triathlete has probably slept on a couch at the beginning of their career, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought at 40 I, and with our successes, I'd be past it, but here I am. <laughs> so my husband isn't a pro triathlete, but we both are very passionate about our careers and ambitious. How do you guys make sure that your family is thriving while also prioritizing your performances. Ooh, you want to take that one first or you want me? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I, it's one thing to try to, you know, if there's one athlete, but with two athletes, it's incredibly challenging. And I think, I think we're probably in for the greatest challenge of our careers this year with balancing two. Um, you know, very rarely do you see triathlon couples race with kid with a child, let alone two. So we'll see. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I, I got a hats off to Rini. Um, you know, she, in terms of, you know, with the kids is has is required so much more than me. And, um, I think it's just how we kind of, make sure we keep our communications open and, and how we balance things. You know, I handle pretty much like kind of all the other stuff in life <laughs> and try to give Rennie just the ability to take care of, you know, Finn right now and, and get back to training and, um, and that, and, and trying to get the right people around us. It's yeah. so important. Um, we can't do this. You know, it's a triathlon is an individual sport, but when you start peeling back the layers, it is far from an individual sport. You need a great team around you. Um, and you see that with most of the very successful athletes, they've, they've had that great team. So, um, you know, we've had that in the past and we're, we're in a little bit of a restructuring year right now <laughs> with yeah. home help, but, uh, you know, we still have great coaches with Julie Dibbins and Matt Bottrell, my cycling coach, obviously, uh, Shannon Delaney, um, on the management side, we just actually brought on, uh, the guys with endurance zone marketing and endurance zone TV to help out with some social media initiatives, uh, trying to take off take as much off of our plates as we can. So we can focus on family. So we just need to get a, we're currently without a nanny right now. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, our next can. draft pick right there. Yeah. We need to find a, it's, it's a, it's not a, no easy task to find a nanny. You need someone who's basically a part of the family. Um, Cause I'll be working probably 40 hours a week once we both get back to full-time training and, uh, yeah, they'll be around a lot. So you got to find the right personality. Yep. And we're just starting to to walk down that road. And it's no easy task, especially in this year. I feel like everybody who has wanted, has ever maybe wanted a nanny has needed a nanny this past year with COVID and the uh, school closures and things. So uh, we'll we'll keep we'll keep looking. <laughs> you know, an interesting part of a point about that. We were actually just talking about this a couple of days ago. I never realized how much more nerve wracking was for Rini when we first started working with our old nanny with Izzy when Izzy was what only 10 or 12 weeks. Yeah. Um, but it's just that different mindset with, with, you know, the mom and the dad and in your roles. And maybe I was just a little oblivious, but, um, I, I felt confident. Um, but I guess that, that mother with that connection, um, it was a lot different for, for Rennie. No, you don't want to let your baby yeah. with anyone. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not ready to be away from Finn at all. And obviously, you know, Izzy's three and a half now. Like, I feel like she would tell us if there was anything. Oh yeah, she's got a big mouth, so she will. She's our eyes and our ears. But your little, your infant <laughs> child, like, it, you know, it's just bringing a stranger into your house. I, I was really scared, and 
I spent months stressing about finding the right person. We found a great nanny uh, for the few years w- with Izzy. Um, yep. We had Ashley and, and yeah, now it's on to the next chapter with two kids. So Yeah, you got a good one there. So yep. I'm sure you'll find another one. Yeah, she was fantastic. Tim, you know, in your naval experience, your naval training as an explosive ordnance disposal diver, did that prepare you for disarming any particularly honorary diapers lately? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. But no, seriously, um, both of you spend your lives training and preparing for races and winning a lot of them. Uh, is there anything you've learned during, you know, your winning and losing in racing or even in your Navy time uh, to help prepare you for what you've been experiencing, the stress, especially, you know, when you were a plebe at Annapolis or when you were underway uh, on the cutter and the, you know, senior trip? All those different things that brought you out to be who you are today. Uh, you know, talk about how some of those stress tests have converted into helping you be a better parent. Yeah, I think, um, it, and I think it starts, you know, before any time in the military or Navy training with just good, strong family around me and, and good parents as role models. But sure. it, you just learn how to how to take it one step at a time, right? Like how to how to just keep moving forward right and you you learn to be in a mindset to be in the moment um handle what's happening in the moment because if you don't something really bad could happen particularly if you're in the military right and you're and you're operating and um and then yeah and and not get too worried about the big picture um because when you start thinking about the big picture that's when you lose focus on what you need to do in the moment to achieve whatever that end goal ultimately is and um yeah, I think that was a big help for me. Um, and I think one of my, my biggest benefits uh, in Ironman racing is that, that mindset and that ability to problem solve. Um, I've never considered myself the most talented athlete. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think I do have a skill set that is uh, very um, conducive to success in Ironman racing. Tim, you spoke to this a little bit earlier, but... I'm wondering what you've learned about the industry from watching Rini navigate child pregnancy, childbirth, and then returning to sport after that process. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And how so just with, um, you know, relationships and things like that or. Yeah, I guess relationships from a sponsorship standpoint. I mean, is would you trade places with her if you could? Um, I don't know, because I don't think I would be. I honestly don't think I could have done it. Like I. Have the baby or <laughs> I have no yeah, have the baby in and manage. I don't think women are so much stronger than men. It's it's yep, ridiculous. That's true. Like it's not I'm not even like I'm not joking, I'm not exaggerating, but when I look back and see how well Rini raced after coming back from Izzy and what she was managing, it was it was I mean, I was inspired and I was grateful that <laughs> she could handle that because I don't think I could. Um but uh yeah, from the industry side, I you I'd say almost for the most part, there was, you know, there's always some disappointments, but she's had some amazing partners that have stuck by her. Um, and still some more amazing partners that even, you know, working back from a second child, you know, luckily it, it, it was aligned with COVID. So Marina didn't really miss much last year, but um, for the most part with an exception, you know, with one exception, every, you know, she's had such tremendous support and um, yeah, it's great to see. And I think a lot of the other female athletes, even in other sports have really, uh, laid the way and, and um, you know, made great strides to, to making sure partners properly support female athletes um, when they go through this. And, and women have shown how well they come back and how much stronger they can be after racing. So uh, it's a good investment, too, I think. <laughs> if you're a partner, stick by your ladies because they're going to come back stronger. Absolutely. And on that subject, you know, talk about the neck up stuff, Tim, and how you've been able to support her, you know, not only, you know, physically, but, you know, the, the neck up stuff, the postpartum and uh, helping out with that. Yeah, I, I I do have to say I made one mistake um, a little while ago. We were <laughs> we were chatting and uh, I didn't take a huge off season. You know, I did Daytona come back and uh, it took a little bit of time off. But, you know, I only maybe stopped fully training for like five days and I kind of kept ticking over. And and Rennie's like, geez, aren't you going to like like take a break. Um, and I wasn't training hard, but I was just moving. She's like, just take a break and step back. And I said, no, I'm like, no, I can't. I, I honestly don't think I can 
like I have it in me to get back in shape after taking like a huge break. And then I kind of realized that she was taking six to eight weeks off uh, uh, plus uh, all that time in the pregnancy. And I was like, I'm like, sorry. I'm like, but you can do it. <laughs> no, I just, I'm like, I should have said that. Uh, but that's, that's why I already, you know, I said she's a lot stronger. So um, I'm just proving that. But, you know, I mean, it's, you know, like, like I said, trying to run interference with Izzy and trying to take some load off there. Um, and then, you know, hopefully just being here to listen um, if there's any um, just event and, you know, mental health wise. And but, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Rennie's Rennie's a very strong person, doesn't ask for help. I'll very rarely ask for help. So it's um, I just need, you know, and try to be a little more aware and a little more, um, you know, sensitive to where can I kind of how can I get ahead and, and help her without maybe her asking. You brought up so many good points there, Tim, especially the one about women being stronger than men. I love that we have that recorded on the show, um, especially with your incredible wife here as well. But, you know, from my perspective, women like Rennie are the reason that athletes like me feel that they can have kids during their careers. We need to have in order to, I think, be it, you have to see it a lot of the times. And, you know, I, I hope that when Izzy is in whatever profession she's in, there will be like no fear or stress when she tells her sponsors or her boss that she's pregnant because they'll see, you know, her journey into motherhood as an asset to that company. And so just like, you know, really from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'm so grateful for what what you're doing because it's an incredible example yeah and for me there were like you know rachel joyce was you know my and 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 beth mckenzie and um blanking on other um women that have gone before us and and been successful at coming back and and juggling it all and and you know showing the world that you know they could come back stronger and so yeah that was you know it's scary I mean, it was scary for me the first time. It was scary for me the second time, um, you know, to go to your sponsor and to say, hey, I'm taking, you know, a year off and um, a year and a half really uh, before I can come and race again. Um, but as Tim mentioned, we have some fantastic partners and um, they saw my comeback last time and are confident in my ability to, to do it again. So we better not prove them wrong. That's right. That's right. Rini, you mentioned uh, partners or, you know, the parent uh, mentors, you know, the Rachel Joyce, uh, second in Kona a couple of years ago uh, before she in November, I think she got pregnant right after she got second in Kona. Um, do you call her or do you have any uh, parental mentors, uh, whether it's triathlete parents or just, you know, friends, parents uh, like Mary Miller or somebody over in Australia? Or Yeah, I mean, uh Obviously, you know, you always talk to your, your parents and um, your family, but in terms of other athletes, uh, certainly Rachel Joyce has, has been a sounding board for me. And, and now that, you know, she, she did it all before me. So she had, you know, Archie and then I had Izzy and then she had Benjamin and then I had Finn and she retired after Benjamin, but um, still uh, like learning from her. She, before she had, before I had Finn, she said that she bounced back much quicker the second time around. Um, and so I'm like, okay, hopefully that happens. And so far it does feel like I'm bouncing back. And as you mentioned earlier, I was, um, I was definitely in better shape when I fell pregnant uh, with Finn. And then I, I trained a lot harder through this pregnancy than I did with Izzy because I, I didn't need the mental break this time around. It was um, an opportunity for us to have our second child when I wasn't able to do my job. I wasn't able to race. And so we took the opportunity to have, to have Finn. And um, yeah, I definitely... Uh, reached out to Rachel and um, who else? I mean, again, Beth McKenzie because she has two kids. Now I'm looking to people with two kids. I'm like, okay, so I did it with mm -hmm. one. I, I felt like I had that, you know, down. We, we <laughs> yeah, had that down. Um, how do you do it with, with two? And so now I'm like looking to other mentors for <laughs> for tips and tricks on how to, how to entertain the two um, when you're, you know, both – parents are uh, busy professionals. Rini, I just talked to Susie Cheatham the other day about this. She's also a new mom. She's a British triathlete. And 
we were talking about this pressure that athletes and non-athletes feel to bounce back to their pre-pregnancy body and life. What would you tell new moms who are kind of struggling to feel like themselves after their baby's born? Well, I think, first of all, you're a different person. So you, I don't know if you ever feel exactly the same as you did prior to having your baby, but I think that's a good thing because you're stronger in many ways. Your body's different. Um, and so I think just embrace that new body and the new challenge. I think, I think the one thing that Rachel Joyce did tell me after I came back with Izzy was to focus on the improvements week to week and not focus on who you were before and the times you did before. They will come and they did come for me. Um, it took a while. It took me probably over a year before I felt like I could run. Running for me was the one that took the longest to come back, maybe even a year and a half. Um, actually, when I raced you, Chelsea, in Vineman, um, you, you still outran me that day, but that day I felt like I was running like the old Rinny, like before Izzy Rinny. And so it did take me a long time to really get back to that. And and I chose to breastfeed to Izzy for two and a half years. So that probably also um, is a reason why it took me a little longer to get back to the old uh, running feel. But uh, yeah, I think you focus on week to week. Um, try not to, I mean, it's so hard not to um, fall into the trap of, you know, rushing back because we all just want to get back and feel good and feel fast and, um, have, you know, be able to race again, but try your best just to slow down and enjoy the moments, those moments with your new, new baby, because they grow up pretty quick. (laughs) We've got one that's three and a half already. So I'm trying to enjoy Finn and this time around a lot more than I did with Izzy. I was sort of, I certainly did enjoy my time with Izzy, but I was sort of one eye on, okay, out the door getting training done. Will you speak to how you how you did and do feel stronger after having your baby? Because I think that that would be really inspiring for women to hear, especially our female triathlete listeners, about some of the ways that you actually felt like you were a better athlete after after Izzy. I think mentally and emotionally I was a better athlete after Izzy. Um, physically, it took me a while, as I mentioned, but I, and I, and I, I feel like I missed my Kona opportunity. I feel like 2019 in Kona, I was ready to really have a great race. And then I had, you know, broke my arm five weeks before. And so I didn't really get full circle on the Ironman front, but I feel like I was racing 70.3s better than I ever have before. Yeah. And I put that down to a couple of things. Um, Mum's string. <laughs> you, you are just stronger. Uh, and I can't explain. I can't really put my finger on it. But I don't know. You just – I don't know if your pain threshold is raised after giving birth or, or it's all extra hormones that you have after giving birth. But my first race back was seven months after I had Izzy. I was in no shape to have a good race. And somehow I – biked as well as I've ever biked before, um, biked with like, um, you know, some of the best cyclists in the sport. Usually I would get dropped from those girls prior to having Izzy, I'd get dropped, rode with them and then ran like a 119 or a 120. And in training, there was no indication that I was ready to do that. And so Hmm. I was blown away with that first race. It was actually in Galveston, um, Texas. And I was, you know, when people asked me before the race, how I thought I'd go, I said, you know, if I got fifth, I'd be over the moon, but I'm probably more looking at top 10 for this race. I finished second and not far behind the first place girl, which was Mel Halshield, a two or three times 70.3 world champion. And so that really showed me that, wow, we're like, we're stronger than we think. And um, baby hormones are <laughs> are real. Like mom's strength is real. And yeah, from then I just kept getting stronger. And I think some of it also was I spent way more time on the wind trainer. There's no nonsense in my training anymore. It was like I get on the trainer or I go out running, I do my session, I train hard, I cut out all the fluff sessions like the easy 30-minute runs and that I used to add into my program. Thin breeze. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it like it, it just – I guess also it showed me that maybe less is more sometimes as well. So – yeah, I mean, I don't know if I completely answered your question. I kind of went. 
uh, a couple of different topics there, but yeah. Well, you know, Julie Dibbins will know this because of the baselines that you've had, and she knows you so well. But as you bounce back, in reality, from what Shannon says, you are in better shape now than you were, you know, six months, six weeks after Izzy. I think with Izzy, I was really scared about training, being mm-hmm. pregnant and training. And, you know, there are many examples of women training really hard through their pregnancies and having healthy children and everything being fine. But I just was like, okay, I'm pregnant. This is my number one job. I don't want to train um, hard at all. I just want to make sure I create a, a healthy, happy baby. And the second time around, I'm just more confident in my body. And so I, I basically stayed on program with Julie until about 20 weeks, maybe a little longer. Like I was still riding three hours um, at 20, 22 weeks. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe up to 25 weeks. I was still riding um, a decent amount, uh, whereas with Izzy, I, I ride, barely ride at all. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I definitely held my fitness for longer and then um, I'm coming back quicker. And, you know, I'm, I can't really... I can't really give you any information on how the comeback's going yet because I'm one week in, but I think in a month I'll, I'll have a better idea of how this comeback is compared to the last one when I was in pretty, you know, I was out of shape. <laughs> sure. And we, so we did, Rennie swam the the day that we went to the hospital to for Finn. Rennie swam, we went, and then we went on like a 75 minute hike. Then Rennie took a nap with the kid or with Izzy. And then she woke up, was in labor. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, she was active until till the day we were going to the hospital. Women are amazing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Tim, how is your training looking right now? Has it been any different than what you did after Izzy was born? Yeah, I mean, I, definitely. Well, yeah. And beginning of 18, um, when Izzy was a little one, that was 18, right? Yeah, I broke my foot. So, I was kind of out of commission. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, 19 bike crash beginning of the year. So, um, the start of my last couple of seasons haven't been <laughs> too strong, but, uh, you know, I've been very, cons- uh, I'd say consistent, but my coaches have, um, you know, Matt Botchel, my cycling coach has kids. Um, so he's, it's great to have that combo between him and Julie. Cause he can kind of remind Julie what life as a parent is like, um, just to, and they can kind of keep each other in check. Um, so basically they give me not as many sessions, but everything's usually like pretty, it has some, you know, good stuff in it. And, um, you know, as Rini mentioned too, riding the trainer a lot, mainly because of weather. So yeah, I'm happy. Um, I'm happy with the progression. I'm never one. I don't like to get in shape, um, too quickly. I like, I know from the past, the years I get in great shape. If I'm winning San Juan in March and breaking the course record, I'm walking in Kona. So, um, that is my singular focus for the year. Um, and that's all I care about is October. So uh, I'm, I'm willing to be patient right now. Yeah, that's that's really that's really interesting to hear. Um, Tim, I saw on your Instagram, actually, you talked about not posting on social media for a few weeks. And if people do not know this, if you're a professional athlete, you likely do not have a formal maternity or paternity leave <laughs> how how do you kind of manage that how do you do your job and keep your sponsors happy for both of you Rennie, Rennie you and Tim how do you kind of like create some sort of family leave while also still doing your job yeah um I, I actually mentioned to a few of my partners who are a little more focused on social media and uh you know I said hey I'm taking I'm stepping away for a few weeks um just because I want to be with my family and and try to enjoy them. And it's, it really, I mean, social media is a stress. I, a couple of years ago when I was working with Mark Allen was my coach and he was talking about how they would just, they could just disconnect in the off season and early season. He's like, yeah, I go to New Zealand, we train, you know, drink beers or whatever, hang out. And like so easy. And I like, I reminded Mark, I'm like, Mark, we can't do that. Like we can almost never just step away because the sport is always like just kind of like seeping in somehow and, and through social media is, you know, a big way to do that right now. So I am so appreciative of all my partners that were understanding and let me take a few weeks just to, to not have that stress of, you know, worrying about what you're saying and making sure you're talking about who you want to talk about, especially off of COVID because, you know, as all 
athletes are, I'm sure Rini and I are so appreciative to the support we have for our, from our partners, uh, particularly during COVID. Um, you know, we had tremendous support uh, and we, we want to give back as however we can. And, and, you know, we last year, you know, you know, with Tim and Rennie show, we're just trying to find ways to, to still give back and, and um, yeah, even when we're not racing. So. Yeah. And since we have been, I've been very slack. I've not been on the computer much. I've not done much social media. I've barely put, I post a few pictures of Finn. Um, but now that I'm back training, well, I have nothing to really talk about. I've, I'm basically feeding a child, um, trying to keep the household running, trying to keep Izzy fed and happy. Um, so really not much to share. And I hope to repay, to repay them. I mean, my sponsors, as we've mentioned, they're, they're all very supportive of us and, and what we're doing and, and understanding. And, you know, I think that, you know, there's, there's a bit of leeway um, after you have a baby. So I wouldn't be too stressed try to try to take the time or even reach out and say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna you know take six weeks i'm gonna take um and two months um you know and when she come back then then you can repay them and, and make sure you're doing everything that you know you know that they love for us to do but yeah i i've been pretty slack well, I'm sure that you you will both be repaying them, so to speak, on the race course when it counts. Exactly. Yeah, you race well, and every and all is forgiven. Well, everybody's <laughs> good. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know, Chelsea will be a mom soon, and uh, I have a son uh, who's a swimmer. And you know, you guys now have uh, two. And you know, uh, of course, your sisters Colette, your brother Terrence, your uh, brother Warwick, uh, and then Nicholas, and then Callista, uh, Rennie, and then uh, Tio. You've got your brother Thomas who went to Annapolis. Uh, he was a senior when you were a freshman. And then Kathy and Matthew. That's a lot of kids. So you've got two. Are we going to maybe see in More. You know, <laughs> three? You know, actually, when I had, after you I had, have a relay. After I had Finn, I was like, yeah, I can have another baby. Um, not immediately Not after. Immediately, yeah. It was a natural birth, and immediately after, there was gonna no third child. <laughs> yeah, I was ready. He was fast. I was I, I was asking for the epidural, but it was kind of too late. <laughs> the pain is ridiculous, um, but it's you can do it. <laughs> you can get through it. And honest, and for me, the pain was ridiculous. Everyone's different, but um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't asking for another child immediately after, but. Yeah, I could see us having a third. We always wanted three, but I'm going to race um, certainly the next two seasons and see how we feel then. And, um, you know, if I'm loving racing and that's my focus and passion, then we'll keep racing. But if if not, um, yeah, we'll try for another one. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, as the basketball prodigy that you were and still are, you could field a little uh, three-on-three team right there. <laughs> coach and the three kids. Yeah. Tim, you talked a little bit about your, you know, big ambitions for Kona this year, but will you both tell us what your race, your tentative race plans are for 2021? Yeah, uh, I'm going to kick it off in uh, St. George 70.3 North American Champs. Um, I've only done that race once. I'm not a fan of cold weather. Um, I don't, it beats me up. So I'm hoping it's a warm day, uh, but that's going to, I'm sure going to be an amazing field. And then, uh, yeah, after that, um, now, obviously Kona, um, I, I, we'll see what else opens up. You it's know, we're hoping, it. yeah, it's, it's hard to plan yep. and it's hard to, and that's why it's also hard to plan other Ironmans. If races get pushed or, you know, postponed or whatnot, it's, it's a lot easier to change paths. If you're getting ready for 70.3s than really committing to a big Ironman training block. Uh, so yeah, we'll see about another Ironman before Kona. Yeah, my plan is to try and start racing in June, essentially like Des Moines 70.3 or Montreblanc if we can go to Canada, although that will be a lot of travel with potentially two children. I have to start thinking about that too now. <laughs> you know, we actually we actually wanted to ask you guys, what is travel going to look like with two? Oh my God, I don't even know. <laughs> actually, I think we might divide and conquer a lot more. Um, okay. I maybe leave Izzy here and I'll go with Finn and, and take, you know, hopefully by then we have a nanny again and I'll basically just do the same as what I did with Izzy. If we're both racing, then it'll be obviously the both of us and a nanny and Izzy and Finn. So we'll be renting a 
massive suburban. <laughs> yeah, we already had we already had to buy a, a pickup truck to get to the airport just with with Izzy with two bikes, luggage, stroller, car seat. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get um. Yeah, I don't know. Bigger truck? I don't know. We kind of gonna cross that bridge when it comes, but um. I think we might need to. If if all of us go, we're gonna need at least two people. At the race. Yeah. We're going to need to expand Get your Hulk a donated uh, sprinter van. Sh- yeah. Shannon is going to be coming to more races. Yep. <laughs> she doesn't know it yet, but she is. <laughs> Sign her up. Rennie, are, are you already qualified for Kona 2021? I am, yes. Awesome. So that's the obviously the goal for for this year to be ready to race and properly race there. I, I, don't, I have no interest in making up numbers, so... Uh, I, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> there, that's the that's the three time champion coming through. If you couldn't pick up on it, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've experienced the race. I think there's one something to be said to go and race Kona and and have a, a great experience if you've never done it before. But I've I, my first time was '09. I've, I've raced the race a number of times, and yeah, I don't think there's no point in me going there unless I can I can race. Yeah, be, be a contender. All right, so we're going to do a quick fire, five questions, and uh, I will ask, Chelsea will ask, you guys answer. So for both of you, favorite mantra or saying out there, just in life or training or when you were given birth, or what was the mantra saying out there? Mine is, if it is to be, it's up to me. Don't give up the ship. There you go, buddy. Your favorite journey? Uh, my favorite journey was uh, 2019. Um Coming off of well, the whole really the whole year, um, broken ribs, missing mm. um, two Ironmans, missing Texas, missing Brazil, barely qualifying for Kona in Boulder, and then breaking my foot seven weeks out, and oh, then and tough. yeah, and then ending up having my best performance in Kona ever. So the journey, I learned so much. I learned a lot about gratitude and patience, and um, you know, being able to just give yourself to this, what, what is the situation. So that was a big journey for me. And I think my favorite has been, or was the comeback after having Izzy and, and having such joy for the sport again and, and, and being successful and racing well and just, just, just loving it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's great to see you in that joyful mess. Now, uh, the, Favorite sound. What is your two favorite sounds at this point? Izzy singing. <laughs> yeah. Izzy, I don't know if anybody knows the song Angel from Montgomery, but Izzy literally sang the whole thing by herself last night. It was amazing. Wow. Could we get her? We, 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 almost sent it. we actually did record it. We yeah. recorded it, yeah. <laughs> I'm an old woman. Named after my mother. Named after my old man Finian makes a um, a, like a little cooing sound that's absolutely adorable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. So this is a tough one. You get one style of hokas to wear for the rest of your life. Which do you choose? I'm going um the Rincon. Um, because I think I I haven't raced in it, but I think I could definitely race well in an Ironman in it. And yeah. uh, it's my favorite training shoe, and I'm I. I could I'd be so happy that I was on my foot all the time. <laughs> I'm blanking on what the one I like is called the the gym shoe that I wear all the time. Oh, that's that's a female shoe only. Right? Oh, is it? Yeah. So? <laughs> so I don't know the name of it. I don't look at the female shoes. Something with a T, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Tivra or something like that. I think it is like Tivra. Tivra. I wear that shoe everywhere to the gym, to the shops. I don't think I have that one. Oh, you got to get it. It's I'm call that is Teresa. a good style style slash. Yeah, it's like, like a uh, yeah workout shoe. Casual slash workout. Like I could versatile. go to run in it if I yeah, wanted it's very to. versatile. Nice. First thing you want to do when we are out of the COVID woods. Go to Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Hawaii, but Hawaii or Australia. But we can go to. Mm-hmm. A- yeah, I guess we can go to Hawaii now. Hawaii now. Australia. And see my nice. parents and our family. I haven't my seen mom. my parents. Yeah. All. Yeah. They've got to meet the new little guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're itching. Yeah. I bet. I bet. 
Well, Tim, Rennie, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure to Absolutely. get to catch up with you both and meet your new family member. We so appreciate your time because we know it's more valuable than ever right now. Oh, our, absolutely our pleasure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about our babies all day long. Yeah. So <laughs> We love it. We love yeah, it. That's a topic we mind talking about. <laughs> and good luck to you, Chelsea, yeah, with, good with luck the little one coming. It's going to be amazing. Thanks, you guys. Thanks. Yeah. I'll be bugging you for more mom, mom tips <laughs> soon, Rennie. No worries. You need a network. You need a network. Do. Support team. Wow, that was such an inspiring conversation yeah, for me for me to hear. Rare information. That was really great. Unbelievable. You know what I really appreciated was how dialed they are in their careers, how accomplished they are in their careers, how well they both raced after bringing Izzy into the world at the same time. They were super real. They told us how they don't quite know how they're going to do their travel and all of their training with two kids. But I thought it was really valuable to hear how they're kind of figuring it out as they go. Yep, certainly hectic and uh, not in the control usual, but that is reality. And uh, that's why they are the uh, power couple of the sport right now. Definitely. And and for our listeners out there, Rennie was actually breastfeeding for probably yep. half of the conversation while we were, you know, all recording the podcast so it's not easy being a mom it's not simple and especially for athletes who don't have you know a designated maternity leave where they get to peace out from their jobs for a few months you got to do all of the things and so you know i as i aspire to return to my job and to return to racing it's so cool to have a role model like rennie to watch her literally nourish her child while also doing her work. And that's just how she is. She just adapts and that's what makes her the champion. That's why we love her. It's awesome. It'll be really exciting to see what they both do on and off the race course this year. And I know that we'll all be cheering them on along the way. Please subscribe to the Chelsea and Eric show. Brought to you by Hoka One One and Iron Man.